And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Watching for the very first time. Very first time. Here we are. We're under the sea. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> under the sea. I was like, where's he going with us? <laughs> under the sea. Listeners, what you're missing there is Mark's dancing too. So. <laughs> That was a sight to hold. <laughs> Here we are. We're just going to be floating around. <laughs> Beginning of a new season. Woo! Yeah. Season 21. I can't believe it. And if I work out when this episode is coming out, it will be probably the 60th anniversary week. Ooh. The new episode would have either just come out or be coming out. Mm, exciting. Am I allowed to watch it? I th- well, yeah. I mean, do you? I mean, do you want to? Well, I might do. I'm intrigued. I mean, you know, we're about to Russell T Davis, and it's David Tennant. I mean, if you do, we could do a little quick, you know, bonus reaction sometime. I mean, because yeah. it'll be ages till we actually get to it. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm, I've probably forgotten half the stuff by then. Once a week on a Saturday night. Is that right? Like the every um, week Saturday night. Twenty fifth. Yeah, for like three weeks and it's yeah. one Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Until so. Christmas Day. There's four. So oh. I think we've got like three and then there might be a gap and then one or... I think, I don't know if it's confirmed. I don't know what's true and what's not. When you look on Twitter, you don't know if it's like someone's put Until that together. Until the BBC says it, guys. We don't know. But I think it's 25th for like three weeks, Saturdays, and then I'm not sure about the fourth. I thought that it was three and then the new series starts in the new year. I think... They have said there's a Christmas Day one. Which must be the new Doctor. Because uh, it's been confirmed that David oh yeah. Tennant is the three. Do you know what? I feel like I should know this stuff. I'm a bit <laughs> out of the loop on the new stuff. I'm, I'm, talk- I'm thinking about Warriors of the Deep. I'm not thinking about of course you are. <laughs> this new one, whatever it's called. I can't even remember. I'm not really... I don't know. I just feel like I'm out of the loop. I'll watch it, but I haven't paid that much attention. Well, actually, there's lots of things that have been happening. Yeah, go on, like, tell since, me. Since we last recorded, since last season. So, big thing. Everything went up on iPlayer. Yeah. Apart from the first story, of, of course. course. Um, so, it's the Hooniverse. Yes, I did see that, actually. I did see that. So, did you see, like, the Hooniverse ident thing? Exactly. Yeah, it looked really cool. It had, like, W, had, like, the Doctors, H, had companions, O, whatever it was, evil people. Exactly like Marvel does at the beginning of their films. It's it's started, and then these little Tales of the Tardis things came out with uh, old companions. Yeah, introducing. I haven't seen those. Oh, we'll have to watch a few. Though I, there's only three that we can actually do, which aren't spoilers. Okay. Um, so we've got Jamie and Zoe. I can do that. We've got Stephen and Vicky. Oh, I can do that. Joe Grant and someone from the Sarah Jane Adventures, but I think you can do that one because that's that's fine. Um, there's a Fifth Doctor and Tegan, but it's got spoilers in it, so we can't do that one yet. But they are really nice. They're really cool. Stephen and Vicky is obviously a really good one. Introducing the time meddler. So, um, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe you should watch the, the new one. I think there's going to be some other returning things, people. I, ju- I just think there would it's, be. It's interesting like to think about what they're doing or how much. I mean, I know it's already on TV, but they recorded that concert, didn't they? Because they did it down here in, in the Bay. 
of the music, but it the whole concert I think was like two hours, and they've done like a ninety minute cut or something. I don't know. That obviously happened. There's like these little special things, but I'm thinking more TV stuff. What's happening? There's oh, I did read, but you might be about to tell me this that they're going to show the second the Dalek story, which was the second story in color on Channel Four. Uh, Not on Channel I, Four, on BBC <laughs> Four. Sorry. BBC Four. I was like, what? <laughs> yes, they've so they've colorized the Daleks. Yeah, that's interesting. They've cut it down to 75 minutes, so it's from seven episodes to 75 minutes, which is great for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barbara, radiation in colour. Ganatus in colour. Oh, yeah, all that. Oh, my God, how amazing. Yeah, that would be nice. That was a um, surprise. but And I David mean, Tennant's doing something as well for... It's already been... He's in Channel 4. I mean, <laughs> BBC 4. Yeah, um, he's done... As, He's done like a documentary thing. I, it was on the other night, actually. I've not seen it. I'm looking forward to the Daleks in colour. I mean, if it's a success, if they do others, Keys of Marinus in colour, I'm just saying. <laughs> Imagine. Start the petition. Start the petition. We need to see those legs out in colour. I know. I'm like, well, we'll start. Well, at least we'll see Galatus in colour. Yeah. Some rescuing Barbara and having that, all of that stuff going on. But the next, next we need um, Sabitha and Altos in colour, don't we? Oh, sure. We need Altos's legs out. That would be the true 60th anniversary. I think, like, when I think of, like, my icon of the first season, it is probably Ganatus's legs. Um, no, Altos. Altos, sorry, Altos's legs, sorry. Altos's legs are probably the, like, icon of season one for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to predict, I think we're going to see Susan in the David Tennant ones, I just think, because she's not in any of these mini-episode things. Did you see the thing I sent you? Um, there was like a conversation with what's his name that played Adric. Oh yes, yeah. Well, he wasn't in them either. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he was but. filming. But he not he not he was filming. He was down here in the bay, and they were all staying in the hotel, which is like five minutes away yeah. from me. Yeah. <laughs> but that. if they've got them all down there to do those, surely they're going to make them film something, even if it's just like a flashback or something for we'll see these specials or. There's this all this talk of these all these other spin-offs. Are they is there like a whole other companion series happening that they're filming something else? I think they're all gonna be in lots of work from now on. So uh we'll we'll see, we'll see. Well, you, listeners might already know by now by the time this episode comes out. No, Who knows? Interesting. Who knows? So it's all happening. But we are about twenty years behind, so we're on season <laughs> twenty one, like I said. Well, we're more we've got to season twenty. We're 40 years behind, surely. Oh, yeah, 40 years, yeah. <laughs> We're further behind than that, Mark. <laughs> Did you watch this on iPlayer? No. Oh, okay. No, I could have done, couldn't I? I just thought. I didn't think to. But actually, I was having trouble with Britbox, so that's worth knowing. It's worth but knowing. we've paid for Ooh. the year now, so I'm going to struggle through it. We're not paying for the next year if it's still on there. So, yeah, okay. it's great that it's all on there, and it's good quality as well. Do you think it's, it's all going to go to Disney as well? Um, I think in not in the UK, no. I think everywhere else around the world, I think. Well, actually, well, actually no. Well, actually, they're only on in the UK. So there was something about these mini episodes are only in the UK at the moment because of whatever reasons. So, but do you think when the new stuff comes out? Because I know the new stuff will be on BBC and Disney. I'm just thinking about my subscriptions here, like. <laughs> So in the I UK, I already watched Kardashians on Disney. Does that mean I can combine Doctor Who? 
So in the UK, I think it's just iPlay. It's Disney for the rest of the world. Fine. Okay. Fine. So I don't think over here we'll get it. I don't mind iPlay, so that's fine. I pay my license fee. I think Disney's going up, though. I saw. I don't pay for Disney. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a sharing system. Until until they kick me out, I'm not paying for Disney. Right, okay. So <laughs> I have Apple TV that my friend shares with me, and in exchange, I got their Disney. Ah, uh, right. right. I just There's just so many. It's just, I wish we just had normal channels. So, I mean, what do you, I've got Netflix, which I used to share with my mum, but can't do that anymore. So I've thought about getting, but I do have, I think I watch Netflix probably the most. I was just thinking I haven't watched Netflix for a while. It's only when the odd documentary. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I've watched a few Friends episodes recently with Matthew Perry passing and stuff. Um, but anyway, so I've got that. I've got Prime. I've got BritBox. <laughs> what else have I got? You've got Disney. Disney. Oh, yeah, Disney, yeah. And Apple. But like I say, they I pay for one, they pay for the other. I've got Paramount because I like watching South Park. It's the it's only just, place for South Park. There's too many. There's too many. But then there's just the odd thing. Because I only got... Well, do you not remember? I only got Netflix because you said that very first series of The Crown came on and you were like, yeah. you should get Netflix. <laughs> way way back and i was like i don't want and i got like a free trial and you did like a month's like, trial and then, kept and then it. i was i was like oh this is really great i would never have got netflix otherwise if you hadn't have said and then so, i made you get disney as well <laughs> and then i only got disney because of only murders in the building and i got uh, that was a free trial but i think that stopped now so i'm just paying for that and i don't want to get rid of that just yet because i haven't finished my only murders in the building yeah uh, I there's some good that. stuff i mean I find, yeah, I think I go between Netflix and Disney the most. I could lose Prime, but I quite like the subscription. Well, well I could lose Prime, but that's got Neighbours on now, so which I think is free anyway, but I I feel like I help fund some Neighbours at of least. Of course, because it's free. Not that, Amazon, yeah. <laughs> not that Amazon needs funding in any way no, for I anything. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just too many. And that, so it's just so many. But it's great that all this Doctor Who stuff is on iPlayer because all the maybe there's fans that haven't... I mean, because I bought the videos, the DVDs, the Blu-rays, and you get all the extras and stuff. But if there's someone watching for the first Very time... Very first time! I mean, apart from that first story, which you don't need to watch, there's all of those episodes on there for free. Yeah. But you can probably think... like, find the first episode of Wire, or there'll be fans out there that have set up like streams of it that people, if they do want to watch it... Yeah, and they're putting is. all the... They've got, like, some documentaries on there. They've got the docudrama, the about William Hartnell on there and stuff. They're putting all the other other bits and pieces on there. So, and all the new series stuff and all the new series spin-offs. So, I mean, that's plenty. Anyway, we should talk about Warriors of the Deep. Oh, we should. We're, like, ten minutes in. Yeah, we should. <laughs> well, but then talking about all these different formats and things. So, Warriors of the Deep, I mean, it's not my favourite. I was sort of dreading it a little bit because I think it's Really? That's boring. interesting. I enjoyed it more than I expected. Well, you see, there's many ways to enjoy it because I think I've still got the video somewhere, which yeah. I bought at the time. I've got it on DVD. Yeah. It's on iPlayer. Mm-hmm. I've got the book. Could read the book. Read the book. I've got the audio narration of the book read by Janet Fielding. But then I've also got a cassette of the book read by Peter Davison as well. Oh and I've also got the CD soundtrack of the TV. Is this on Blu-ray <laughs> season? Not yet, no. So it's not on Blu-ray yet, but there's already like 
eight ways to consume this story, which I just happen to have anyway. And for imagine that. Not fussed about. And if, yeah, uh, that is just your typical average Doctor Who story. There's like eight ways. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, the way, I mean, it, they didn't spend much money on this. We'll get to that. But it's good value for money in terms of the BBC. They've made this for how whatever in the 80s for like nothing. And the amount of money that of all these different merchandise things for one story, there's like eight, nine th- ways to consume it. If you do that for every single Doctor Who story, all of that merchandise... Just imagine oh. the, the. I mean, I, it is a very big machine. Yeah, it's but like, I was reading an interview. I haven't finished it actually, but with um, Shooting Atwa, he's the cover of GQ, and he talks about like get, how he got the pie. Did we get it? Blah blah blah. But in all that, he talks about like how it's it is the heart of the BBC, and it is. It's been there. For, it's it's an icon. And in this interview, they're saying there's like three things that like James Bond. Like, who's going to be the next James Bond? What was the other one? And, well, the third one was Doctor Who. But, like, the things that are, like, they're so iconic. What was that second one? When I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Uh, James Bond, Doctor Who, and... Oh, well, like Miss Marple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's... <laughs> I miss... No. No, like, let me. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to find. Must it, be I something think. like that. Oh, Captain of Star Trek or something. Um, no, they, they go in the same category. James Bond, Doctor right. Who, Sherlock Holmes, definitely. Right, hang on. Pro Miss Marvel. It was literally seven hours ago, and at least on my laptop, I can search, uh, find, um, James Bond. Okay, there are a few jobs in British culture. Other than taking over a breakfast show on BBC Radio or being cast as James Bond. There we are. Okay. That come as loaded with indiscriminate heft of audience expectations as Doctor Who. And I think that's fair. People have a lot of opinions on James Bond. People have a lot of opinions on who their breakfast radio show hosts are. And they have a lot of opinions on Doctor Who. And Miss Marple, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) No one thinks, oh, she can't play Miss Marple. No one thinks that much. <laughs> okay. Well, I do. You might. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? Warriors of the Deep. Let's yeah. get back to actual Warriors of the Deep. So <laughs> there's many ways to watch it. So I watched some on DVD and I did try out on iPlayer as well. Uh, Was it easy enough to navigate? Yeah. It's all in one place. The Hooniverse, all the seasons, all the episodes. Super easy. And some of the animations are up there as well. So oh, okay. that we the ones that we haven't watched as well, like the newer oh. ones. But this one, it was always a little bit boring for me. I have enjoyed it more this time because I think I think a lot of these, as a child, the ones as a child that don't grab my attention because everyone's just sort of standing around talking, I do appreciate the story more now because I'm concentrating a bit more and I maybe see it in a different way. But... Um, it's the same writer as Keeper of Traken, Nissa's first story. So, sort of had high hopes there, but it hasn't really worked out. Uh, <laughs> let, I'll, I'll just start the go through the story, and we'll yeah. just yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll give a very like I like to usually jump in before that and give you my brief overview. I was not expecting the sea creature. What are they called again? Well, we've got Silurians and Sea Devils. So I was not expecting the Sea Devils to return. 
All the Silurians. All the Silurians. And, but, but you see the Silurians early on. Well, so we see the Silurians first. So yeah, they were the so ones. I wasn't expecting the return of the Sea Devils, is what I'm trying to say. You know, it's not until like maybe the second episode when they come in. Yeah, I don't think we see them till part yeah. two. Yeah, so that was a surprise to me, and it was a nice surprise. I did enjoy it. Well, I wasn't sure what you think about the Sea Devils because that was the one that we really didn't have any oh, opinion they're on. Really it- annoying, but it's been a while. And it was quite nice to have... Last season had a lot of return things, but in like a bit of a gimmicky way. This didn't feel that gimmicky. It felt like a bit more structured and genuine. So I don't know. We haven't seen them in a while. That's it. That is very interesting because I was going to say it is a gimmicky thing again and they're carrying on all of that stuff from last season and I feel like it is just for the fans again because no one else tuning into a new series of Doctor Who is going to be like oh my gosh, it's the Silurians and Sea Devils. It's going to be the fans remembering from the third Doctor's first season these creatures are coming back. And I don't think they're very good in this. So I was like, no one's going to get excited about it. The initial impact... So the first costumes, the Silurians' costumes, are visually good but not practical. Do you remember the first lot? Sort of. I'm trying to remember what we This was Liz... Shaw doing the um, vaccinations and they're all in the caves and they sort of they talk like this and they went who are the humans oh yeah they talk completely different in this yeah 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 but the costume is actually quite impressive but not practical like you don't see anything move but like that initial view I was like whoa okay and then the actual interaction is not great same with the sea devils Impact wise, I mean, they look they look really good. They sound like I remembered them sounding. It was as soon as they started talking, I was like, "That is exactly what it was." Like, I knew exactly what that was. But again, like there was some moments like throughout. Like, I think it was in the fourth one when they're taking them away and they like bump into each other. They obviously can't even see where they're going and stuff. Or like one of them pushes a button and he's nowhere near. Like, they're just terribly impractical costumes. They must have been so hot under those lights because it's so bright. The whole set is really bright, apart from, you know, their little undergroundy bit. That's fair. But I I just don't think it's very well directed, this story. I think that might be part of the problem because I actually did enjoy the actual script. It's just the execution, I think. So, yeah, we start off in the sea base like you say, brightly lit. That was always something. And I've said this again and again since like the 70s. Why do they have to do it brightly lit? It's a sea base. It should be dark and dingy and a bit more. I know it's in the future and stuff, but it's, I don't know. It's just like, actually, the sets are actually pretty impressive because you've got different levels and loads of different corridors and it looks pretty sturdy. But if they just brought that light down and had it a bit more atmospheric, being like a sea base, you don't get the impression that it's under sea. No, no, I'm, you don't. But I also think that kind of helps set some of the tone. So also, can we just talk, the very initial shot is great. Like right at the start, there's a tie shot and you can see levels and layers. That was great. So it it had a lot of real promise at the start for me. It looked really, you could see there were levels. It had this really nice crane shot. There was a lot of good starts for me. Well, then you see everyone in the base, and I don't know what year it is, but in the future, everyone has eyeshadow and very <laughs> 80s hair. Everybody has taken on eyeshadow. In this military base at war, 
the eyeshadow has to be on everybody. Yeah, I'm not sure if that... And I was thinking, like, we watch stuff... Obviously, it's in the 80s, and we also say, oh, okay, all the hair and the makeup and everything, it's all very 80s. But what I can't get my head around is, if you were in the 80s at the time and you watched this, would you notice that? Like, we watch an episode of something now... Yeah. Where people are in, like, the fashion or in, like, I don't know, skinny jeans or something. And that it doesn't look any different because it's of the time that we're in and it just looks... So do you think anyone was... Were people at the time like, oh, my God, why are they wearing all this eyeshadow? Or do you think... Because it's the 80s, they're like, everyone on TV just looks like that. It looks normal to us. Are we, does it look weird? Because I think I just, they're I'm probably like... just like, this is what people look like on TV. When we see things now that are set in the future... There's always sort of a very modern hour look in there because we don't know. So I think almost it's the safest way to set them. Oh, well, I, they're not convincing as military as the military, whatever they're supposed to be. But anyway, that was a big, a big, it's makeup and hair watch <laughs> this week <laughs> for everyone. And speaking of which, so we see the doctor and you know, it's been a season break. He's had haircut, his hair's yeah, shorter. Yeah. Tegan's hair's got bigger. And she's in that... This is another terrible outfit for Tegan. It's those shoes again. It's those kitten heels for me. The completely impractical kitten heels. But is it a skirt or is it shorts? It's some weird... It doesn't fit her. Why doesn't her clothes ever fit her? It's always sort of hanging off her. I think that was the style, Mark. Things were very loose in the 80s. It's very... She's she's not... It's very loose on her. (laughs) Like, it doesn't look good. That was the style, though. Things were baggy in the 80s. And I don't know, her legs, is she wearing tights? Because her legs look sort of yellow in a lot of shots. Oh, probably. She got tights, like, tights are varying. You wore tights. But she looked like she got like, what's that where your skin goes yellow or whatever? It's like that. It just doesn't look right on her at all. It's not practical. She shouldn't be wearing that. I think she wore it last. No, she didn't, did she? What did she wear last time? But no, it's another fail from Tegan's wardrobe. Yeah, it's and not great. And Turlo's in his school uniform, as always, still. Did you see the mention? Turlo's decided not to go home. Yeah, that was mentioned early. Also, it felt like it was the first time that I've noticed the friction between the Doctor and between Turlo. Normally, I mean, prior to, you know, all the others. But actually, even when all that shit was going on earlier... The doctor was never friction with him. He kind of thought probably something was going on, but he never, he was quite supportive of Turlo. This is the first time where he was a little bit like, I don't know, I can't, friction-y is what I'm going to go with. I didn't really notice too much. I think he's just a bit like, everyone's just sarcastic now to each other. Tegan and the doctor are quite sarcastic to each other throughout. It's just how it is now, I think. And there's no chameleon. He's off, obviously, somewhere else. No mention of chameleon still. No, there's no mention. Of it. In fact, I completely forgot. Until you said chameleon now, I'd completely forgotten. Okay, so then they land on the sea base. Oh, I've written in my notes here, eyeliner sea base sponsored by Rimmel. <laughs> Rimmel? Rimmel? Who's Rimmel? Rimmel? What's that makeup brand? <laughs> it could be called no. It's called Ramel in the future. <laughs> They're all sponsored. It's the Ramel Sea Base. Oh, and then I need to send you a picture because then we see some of the crew on the on the Sea Base. I mean, I haven't um, got all of their names down because there's actually quite a big cast. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I can't. My phone's gone weird again. It's all completely go. gone blank. <laughs> can't send you. I've just put the picture up to the screen. So annoying. Anyway. 
on the base. We're on the base having a chat. I'd feel much happier if there'd been a proper investigation into the lieutenant's death. It was a careless accident. There was nothing to investigate. I know. <laughs> I thought that myself, Mark. Another ginger of the future for Mark. That's you and me out the back having a chat. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where's she from? Her accent was strange. I don't Everyone's got a bit of an accent here. Yeah, but she, I, I was trying to pick where hers was. I was trying to think, is it European? Anyway, we're talking about Maddox and I can't remember her name, but this is where the th- when I'm watching it now, where I didn't pick up things when I was watching when I first got this on video as a child. So there's a war going on and this is a, a sea base and there's obviously like nuclear weapons and all things like that, which actually in the 80s and stuff was probably something a bit yeah, relevant yeah. in the news and things. But it's a good idea having this so maddox is like the computer brain you have to have like a human brain linked up in order to switch on and off these weapons which i feel like is probably something that is being worked on nowadays and probably is a thing i mean i, I like wouldn't be surprised like a moral sort of like there's a moral thing of like you're in that position and it has to be a choice rather than just yeah it's not left up to just a computer I feel like it's very, very realistic that this kind of thing is going to happen if it hasn't already. There is a Maddox out there at the moment somewhere working on this. And as well as all this Silurian stuff, then we have the sort of Dr. Evil and (laughs) her sidekick going on. I wasn't buying into that at all, and it didn't really add anything to the story for me. So they've got Maddox, who is supposed to be a bit unstable and doesn't want to do this brain thing that was the whole idea of of all of that and that doctor lady has been in doctor who before and i think you'll remember her i mean she was in the third doctor story she was in atlantis with her tits out do you remember in atlantis with her tits out do you remember remember? that's what do you remember because you said something about i think the episode is called Look at the tits on air or something that you said, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> I mean, potentially. There's still oh, a lot of... Um, she, was fl- she was flirting with the master in Atlantis. Oh, that sort of rings a bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's her. Now she's playing the evil doctor lady. So as that episode's going on, I, I am getting more into... Because, yeah, I just thought all of that stuff back then was just a bit bland, especially with the set being overlit. The Silurians that we do see in episode one, they're just a bit slow and doing that alien talk. It feels like the Sea Devils and the Silurians in this. My problem is they could have just walked out of a 60s episode. There's no difference in the acting, the costume. Like we're in the we're in the mid 80s now, you know, 21 years of Doctor Who. And I feel like nothing has moved on in terms of someone in the costume just no. sort of walking no. and talking oh, no. and being like that. And I think that's maybe the disappointment uh, because they're not as good as... They, they're bringing them back, being like, oh, look, it's the Sea Devils and the Silurians, but they've brought them back in a lesser way than they were in the original. I think that's what it is. So all of that's a bit boring. Although the Doctor, in like, so they land... And he, it's sort of all his fault, a lot of this, because he goes in and sets off the reactor or whatever and gets everyone into trouble. It's sort of all his fault. But the end of part one is a really good cliffhanger where he falls into the water. Doctor! There's nothing we can do! We can't 
just leave him. Face it, Keegan. He's drowned. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. I was just thinking. There's some really good cliffhangers, I think, in this, actually. Well, I mean, I like the fall. I don't like the bit that where he literally just has landed in the water and Turlo's like, he's drowned. Let's go. <laughs> like, that's typical Turlo. He doesn't give him a minute. He's like, face it, Tegan, he's drowned. <laughs> he's literally, he's only just Turlo landed. He's very negative in this story. He's <laughs> yes. probably the most negative he's ever been. I mean, like, he was more positive when he was trying to deceive everyone than when he is in the story. He is uber negs. Yeah, like everything is just like, yeah, we're going to die. This is it. He's gone. Come on, Tegan, let's go. No, not even attempting to like check to see. He's just gone onto the water like once. Uh, so that was that was a funny cliffhanger. I like the underwater filming going into part two with Peter. It's actual Peter Davison under the water. Yeah, no, that was that cool. was really good. I did have a moment where I was like, is he going to come out and his clothes are going to have like sucked him and Mark's going to talk about seeing his penis again? But you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you haven't so far. I've, hang on, I've never said that. I've said VPL, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he gets hit close. Watch, he gets changed into this boiler suit for the rest of this um, episode. So he's quite. Maybe that's sort of changes the atmosphere because you haven't. Tegan's the only one in like an impractical outfit after that because you don't have the doctor's sort of brighter costume. Turlo gets separated a bit and goes off. It's not a great story for Turlo. Again, he still hasn't. Do you feel like you know Turlo any more than you did when he first? No. And he's still in the same outfit. It's It's not a good story for him at all. I, and everyone's sort of wandering around a bit and then part two this is where we see the sea devils but it's all very slow and they're being unearthed and they're talking slow and all of those scenes between the sea devils and the solarians in the base are just not well directed they're just flat on hiss 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 but there's not a lot of dialogue anyway that's that's the thing it's not it's not interesting it's not they're like we're gonna come like we know that they're planning to invade the base but that's about it, which is a very sort of second Wait, And also, story. nothing happens for two out of the four episodes. Nothing. Like, as in, I watched the first two, and then it was like the third one, and I was like, oh my gosh, they still haven't done anything. Like, I was starting it. I did one and two quite... I did one and two together, and then I watched three, gap four. I couldn't get over, like, how nothing had happened, basically. <laughs> Well, you you have got like two plots going on, like the invasion thing and this Doctor Evil and Maddox thing, but that it doesn't really Doctor go anywhere. Evil thing doesn't really go anywhere. That really doesn't go anywhere for me. No, I was surprised actually because I thought there was more of that. For I me, didn't remember that plot, going on. The the plots actually were the invasion, right? But them trying to get the Doctor, Tegan, and Turlo. Well, they're sort of running around for a lot, but they're actually, running around the, a lot. But f- to be a bit more positive, the commander is actually an okay commander. You know, you, we, we usually get a dickhead commander that's going to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. lock them up. I don't believe you. We have a bit of I don't believe you, but then they work together pretty quickly. And actually, he is all right. He is understanding and gets on. I think because we've got the Doctor Evil side of things. We don't. We can't have a dickhead commander as well. So actually, with everyone on the base and everything, they work. At least they sort of believe the Doctor fairly quickly, and we don't have to go through all of the locking up again. Oh no! Or do we? Do they do lock them up a bit? Oh no! That's when the Solarians come in a bit later on. The Solarians lock everyone up. But at least the commander and that are work. They're working together, at least. Um, but this is the thing as well, because you know when we always talk about 
side characters and we, there wasn't anyone in this that was like, oh, that was a great guest person of the week that we're going to remember and talk, unless it's us two, but then <laughs> we don't. like. <laughs> but there's no one else that... Uh, everyone is in it quite a lot, but no one... There was that blonde lady. There was that blonde There's really not... The blonde lady and the guy in the red. Yeah. There's literally I mean, only two that, like, help. But they don't. They don't help loads. I mean, they do actually. That's not fair. They do. They are sort of part of that core. Getting them out. But it's because nothing happens until the third episode. Oh, I've got another photo to show you, which I've never noticed before, and it might not be. But I think our favourite guest artist, um, ah, lady. <laughs> what did we from, name her? Uh, oh, what do we call her? Gosh, I'm going to text David now, and we might get a response. Her from Nightmare of Eden. I think she's a guard in this. What do you think? Is that her? I'll put the. Oh, I reckon on. that could be her. Do you that think? could be her. Yeah. I mean, we're like four, four years later than Nightmare of Eden. Four or five years. I shall put that picture up when this episode goes out to see if it is a uh, crew lady being attacked by Mandrill that is in Warriors. I think oh my it gosh. is. You need to send me that. But anyway, as we carry on in part two, it was saying not a lot happens particularly. And then towards part two, this is what the story is known for. Oh, by the way, this comes out really low in loads of polls, by the way. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, like I said, I'd probably rate it a six out of ten. So it's like just above average. Again, but we've talked about this before. Like, if I'd have had a really long week and I was sat there having to do this, I'd probably be like, this is like three, four. But I'd had quite a good week. I had some time to actually watch it. That makes a massive difference. Yeah. Maybe because we've had a bit of a gap. But the main thing that this is always comes out bad in the poll and is known for is the murker. Yeah, oh, the murker was terrible. But again, total like the murker's very initial appearance because it was all dark and woo. Then you bring it into the bright submarine and it was awful. It was terrible. Yes, I agree. So to be fair, there were, I think... There were like strikes going on, so they lost studio time, and literally nobody had seen it until it came onto set to be filmed. And I, I think the story goes: the paint was still wet on it as well. It was getting paint everywhere. There was no time to change anything. Everyone just looked at it and was like, "It's a pantomime horse." And I mean, I think it's okay. It's not so terrible. What I think is really worse is when the door collapses and it's a foam door that it walks on, that collapses on Tegan. It's supposed to be an underground metal barricade and this foam door just flops down See, and lands me, on Tegan. See, for me, my worst moment was when a, one of the guys literally tripped over it and you saw it like, you saw the sort of squishiness on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, for me, was the worst moment. I can get over a foam door not because I'm like, well, they're not going to have like a heavy door fall on her. Yeah, but it's in the story, a door falls on Tegan and she just walks away far. It's the cliffhanger. She's trapped under the door. <laughs> like, they're going to leave her to die under this door because, and like, she's not, she would have been totally scraped up. She would have been really badly injured, but it's a foam door. So the doctor just sort of pretends to lift it a little bit and then we get out of the cliffhanger. In terms of script, yeah, very exciting moment, everything. But in ter- it's the execution, I think, is the problem here. It's just, if it, it, it could have been more close-ups. 
but again, I, there's me moaning about it. If I had like only an hour to film this whole thing or whatever in that studio time, then what else are you supposed to do? So you I can't be really too harsh on it. I keep, I keep starting off being positive, and then it just slides down into negative. But it's 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 just the production. It's just these production things that yeah. sometimes. But also, that's interesting. If you're saying there was like over strikes or something, like yeah. I think that there is a sort of rushed feel to it. I'm I'm pretty sure they didn't have enough time. They just it's just a shame because, like I say, those initial moments and appearances are really strong, and it made me go in like, oh, okay, and then it doesn't really go anywhere, or it takes so long for things to happen. Equally, though, I don't think they could have appeared any sooner because they were so bad on that set, moving and talking and everything. Um, And I think also for me, I find them a really fascinating baddie because up until now up until that and it's only the fourth episode where they actually talk about what their plans are really but like they've always been like we want to work we want to dominate and now they're like no it's obvious that you don't want to work together we're gonna okay yeah and that's why i've always found them quite an interesting character because the doctor's very much happy they're so intelligent they're clever the original all that sort of stuff so it almost feels a little bit of a cop-out, though, I thought, writing-wise, to be like, no, actually, we've tried twice before, and now we're just going to kill people. Well, I think, I think, yeah, you're right. This is where, if we leave all the production stuff and talk about like the actual deep thought behind it, <laughs> that Silo- we really like that first Silurian story where they'd woken up, they didn't realise man had taken over the world, and they were like, oh, we thought this was our world, basically. I know they release a plague and stuff, and Liz has to get the vaccine and all of that stuff. And then it ends with the brigadier blowing them up when the doctor's like, no, I can't believe you murdered them all. We could have worked together. And he, he's trying to do the peace. And I think, well, the sea devils, the master was using the sea devils. They were slightly different, weren't they? They weren't as, they didn't really have much else going on. They Again, they'd woken up under the sea, but that's about it. And the implication is that the main C, the main Silurian guy that talks to the Doctor is supposed to be the same one that talked to the third Doctor. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be that. And it's it's a good thing for this Doctor, actually. I've never seen him so morally annoyed or fighting. It it does give him something else. That was quite nice to see when they're all all dead. There's a lot of moral things. And that's something that I've always quite liked. Like, look, we can talk about how annoying the voices are. We can talk about the weird costume. We can talk about all that. But in terms of like the idea of what that character is, it's always a very interesting one. And these human beings will die as they have lived in a sea of their own blood. Yeah, because also there's this... Whatever, we don't really find out what is going on in this war. We know there's a sea base. The world is at war between... A and B, and they're getting ready, and this is going to happen. And it's the Silurians. They're not like we're going to invade you, we're going to bomb you or something. They're like we're just going to set off the bomb here, and the other guys, you're going to wipe each other out. We're just going to sit back, wait for you to wipe each other out, and then we'll take over the world. That is a really interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. There's an argument to are they a villain? Because like, what well, up until now they've never tried to harm. So anyway, yeah, I think that's something that could have been explored more, I feel. But they didn't have it. Literally, they didn't appear for two episodes of the four. But also, it's set up in part one that there's this gas that can kill marine life. So that's like Chekhov's gas at the beginning of the <laughs> part one, isn't it? 
and I like how the doctor's like, no, we're not going to use it straight. There's got to be a different solution. But then he's sort of forced to just do it and use it. And everyone else is sort of like, let's just do it. And he doesn't want to. And that, and everybody dies. All the people on the crew, all this, it's just the Doctor, Tegan and Turlo left, which I don't think we've had that properly before. And it's a very bleak ending. It is, it is. Like that. Which is a bit of a shocker, actually. But it, it also, um, I don't know. We're, look, we're at war now in the world. Like, the, you know, it's that sort of he's. It's that moral dilemma of like, because she he says like you humans like, and you always go to this like, and then Turlo goes, but what's the other option? It it's it's a very sad demise, but it is also the war. It's war, and um, it's braver not to and to try. But you both have to want to do that and want to see that. It's 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 terrible. But saying that, where the doctor's like, there should have been another way. We shouldn't have done this. Great cliffhanger spend... as well. Yeah, I thought yeah. to end that end episode on that moment mm. and that line. Great cliffhanger. But the doctor spends about two episodes working out how to kill the Merca. <laughs> like, yeah, and I know it's. Well, I know it's rampaging. He tries to stun it. How does it die? Oh yeah, it does. It does eventually die. But no, I suppose. Okay, yeah, fair enough. He's trying to like blind it and stun it, but it's like, yeah, okay, it is a different way. It is his way of doing it rather than. But it's just, yeah, it's just those two episodes. The Sea Devils are walking really slow. Tur- Turlo's just sort of falls in with the troops and doesn't really do much else. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah. a shame. It's all those last five minutes are the most sort of dramatic and interesting. But I, and again, I think like there's so much that could have. That is the moral complexities of those characters and that situation, and that could have been so much more explored. I don't think that's a directing thing, Mark. I know you said you've read the script, but I think like when you read something, you have a different pace, and I think I don't think that's a directing thing. <sighs> I think you could have weaved in the Doctor Evil stuff a bit more to show where they're from on the other side. They could have been a clue to actually what's happening within the world and but, build that up a bit. You could have more I don't, of that. I don't think that mattered because it it didn't matter who they were. I almost think that distracted because for me, it didn't matter who they were at war with. It's the fact that like it should have been made really clear that like, well, we're at war and until they attack, we don't attack. Or like, you know, and they do set that up very well at the start. I almost felt that other side, that like sabotage you think was just sort of getting in the way. And then once we get them in, and then it's the mor- the morality element and and of war and of killing. Because that's what is in this world now that they're doing. They're obviously at war. These new older creatures come in. Like you say, it all happens in the last five minutes. And actually, there were elements of that that could have been peppered better throughout. To really give like a... I would have liked to have seen more of the elements. of the Because it's interesting that I was like, no, he stunned him. And you had to think about that. And if there had been more of like the Doctor trying to show different methods, trying to do that, and then it happens at the end that everyone dies anyway, that would have been like a... But there are all there are other ways. What could we? And there just wasn't enough time for that. So I don't think it's the directing. I think it's more the script itself. Which, when you're reading something, you choose your own pace and you choose your own tempo of that moment. There's one moment that we haven't mentioned, which we have to, because everyone will want us to mention it, because it's the other famous moment in this. When Doctor Evil Lady dies, she gets killed by the Merca, and she tries to karate kick 
the murker <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. Most fam- I know, like, what, I mean, you, you say don't blame the directing. I mean, who in their right mind would be like, right, I want you to go up to this creature, try and karate kick it and get electrocuted by maybe, this thing? Maybe it was because of the design of it that if she'd have gone into it in a different way. She's like, oh, <laughs> like... maybe it was maybe it was a design thing but yeah no it's it's not great i mean, it's I mean those look, mo- we've, we've talked there's yeah there's a few things that yeah. are not great in this no but it's it's those things that aren't great are the things where as a child i would be embarrassed about doctor who be like this is what people think doctor who is like and is not cool <laughs> and it's the it's the sea devils and solarians walking really slow it's karate kicking the pantomime horse thing it's the foam doors. Yeah. Whereas just, actually, it does encapsulate. I think that the morality of it is the most interesting yeah. element. But then what yeah, that's what I really picked up on watching it now and concentrating on it a bit more. And actually and now when I watch it again, I will see it in more of that way of the bit more of the background. This also comes back to our argument though. The more not terrible, but the more boring and more you know, difficult stories. Actually, we talk about the most. I don't really know than the most because we are at fifty minutes of recording. <laughs> yeah, and... We didn't start until like fifteen minutes in. Yeah, well. yeah, but still, like <laughs> yeah. we have more to talk about with this because there are things to say. Mm, yeah, I think people should give it another go and just look at it more of in terms of the storyline and try and look past the production stuff. Um, but I mean, it's not a, a grand opening to season twenty-one, particularly. I don't think. That's the only thing. Yeah. No, I get that. Mm. Well, I've got some good news, though. The next story is two episodes. Oh, such great moments. <laughs> such great moments. <laughs> I know. I knew you'd be pleased. Yeah. <laughs> so early on. Oh, go on. What's it called? Oh. Oh, it's called The Awakening. Oh, suspicious. Mm, it's a good, yeah, it's a good one. Okay. It's a good one. I just realised, because we are um, recording, and we normally talk about live stuff, and I should have talked about the fact that I'm looking after kittens, and I could have been giving kitten updates. Yeah. I'm looking after okay. kittens, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did mention, when was it? Maybe it was The Five Doctors. I didn't give kittens. birth and that would be horrific. Like, <laughs> no, the, the neighbour's kittens. The neighbours had kittens. Yeah, she's now gone away for three weeks. So uh, they are three weeks old tomorrow. They are, we'll post some... I'll, like, Mark's got pictures. So, like, as the episode comes out, we'll post some Yeah, I'll put the pictures up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we'll get a kitten update first thing next time because it's a two episode one anyway so there won't be tons to talk about so (laughs) we can do that then uh and yeah hopefully everyone is going to enjoy all the 60th stuff that's on we should watch the color daleks or talk about it at some point or do it as a oh yeah we should definitely do it we'll do it yeah and i really want you to see the mini episodes as well so we'll have to organize that lots to do lots to do and if you're going to watch the david tennant one why not? Yes, so busy mum for Sarah. <laughs> but um, yeah, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who, and you can support us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Two Watch Who. There we go. Right, we've been. I mean, we've been floating around here <laughs> under the sea all this time. We better go in. Um, under the sea. <laughs> Uh, we better go and um, dry off. <laughs> <laughs>
I need to work on these intros. They've just totally gone downhill. Like, totally you need to give it more thought. That's the trouble. I and know. then you come in blind. And you I know. It. And I'm like, where is this going? <laughs> no, next time. Next time. Oh, I didn't tell you. Okay, I'll tell you next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just looked at my notes again. I was going to tell... I, I meant to tell you this, like, about two months ago. Just tell me now. I had a biscuit, but it was an Earl Grey biscuit. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was like it was like shortbread earl grey shortbread how did so you it feel like, did you get angry while eating it no it was really nice okay but it didn't make you angry no it didn't okay. it didn't so that's why I needed just to just the tea you. form makes Mark angry biscuit so, forms are fine so it was like um, shortbread but it I think it just had earl grey tea just like mixed in yeah like probably yeah, yeah yeah it was really nice anyway on that note that yeah we'll see you later everyone bye <laughs> <laughs> to watch who? Hey, stop you who? What are you talking about?